Welcome, welcome, welcome back to season number two of the Go For Two podcast, episode number 11. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, who recently moved. Lucas Avery, how are you doing, buddy, old pal? What's up? Terrible. Don't ever move. Don't ever do it. It's a pain, to isn't any, it? Yeah, to, any, to anyone that thinks it's it, it's cool, no, it's not. It's miserable. All right? Don't do it. Stay where you're at. And if you do decide to move, just burn your house down and start anew. I think that's the best thing to do, honestly. You know, I, because I mean, we recently moved back in uh, in the winter time, right? To move my family out of their house that they had for twenty something years, and of course, I moved my apartment at the same time, and it was a whipping, man. But also, shout out to to Casey and Jennifer and and, and Aiden and all you guys listening to the podcast. They helped me move. They were fantastic, amazing people. Uh, we really could not have done it without them. We did in like twenty four hours. It was actually wild. It was insane. But um, Lucas, I'm glad you're back. You're in a new place. Right, well, the, the 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 internet hasn't been fully set up yet. Right, we're still rocking off the hotspot, but you're about to get you're about to get the good good, huh? On the internet, yeah, fiber. Yeah, yeah, fiber. That means that we're gonna have the we'll have plenty of cam time. So um, for the YouTube videos and stuff. So guys, bear with us just one more week as we have just uh, with no cams on uh, this week. But next week we most definitely will. Um, yep. Obviously. We didn't have a podcast last week, so we're going to do two weeks of predictions uh, this week. Uh, Boom. Reasons why. Lucas, obviously, moving. Nothing we can really do. I also had a crazy week, but we're back at it here. Uh, daytime stream. Daytime uh, Daytime recording. No nighttime moonlight to, to go by. But, Lucas, I'm uh, I'm just happy you're back, bud. I really am. I missed you. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed you, too, bud. We, we got comments? We got comments. I have a personal one from uh, El Chefe, a.k.a. Aiden. He texted me this. Dude, I'm telling you what, he's like the next Gordon Ramsay. Like his cooking skills is actually insane. Anyway, he said, hey, man, wanted to give you a personal comment about the podcast this past week. Uh, It's about the Texans. And yeah, you're right about Deshaun. And it's sad. And I know that we're not going to be able to do as good as I want them to do. Um, But I think the Vikings are going to do very well. And I really think they're going to make it a little bit further in the playoffs this year, possibly NFC NFC championship game. What are your thoughts? Uh, for the Vikings, possible? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really like the Vikings. I really do. They, they had a good draft. I think in us picking our games, it's kind of showed that we really like them. Um, I think so, too. Mm. It's kind of one, they're kind of one of those. I mean, that, that's hard. But, like, I, like, it's a chance, obviously. Like, I think they have a really good chance of making the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, they have a good chance of making the NFC Championship. I think so too. I think they're kind of one of those those teams that really can kind of surprise us and go ahead and win the NFC North this year, right? We feel like the Packers are going to kind of take a little bit of a step back, at least you would imagine, from thirteen and three. Unless that bad uh, man's in the mood. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I'm telling you what, bro. I'm telling you what. I love my Packers. I really do. I do, man. He might just take the drafting of Jordan Love as a, a light of fire underneath him and. Uh, and go on and you know do the damn thing win it all we'll see we'll see anyway more comments from Casey of course yep. lol haha boys I love it when y'all read the comments y'all make it so entertaining like another well thank you thank you Casey we love you commenting another one from El Chefe aka Aiden yo we have we have multiple people in the comments I am loving this Lucas this makes it it's, it's less of just the Casey show you know full, full involvement. involvement we love it Casey was getting lonely El Chefe said I want 
wanted this to make the podcast. He said, I want to see the Wizard, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers, and Ooh. the Packers beat the living you-know-what out of the Bucks. He's coming for your neck, Casey. <laughs> He's coming at you sideways. <laughs> you, <laughs> dude, wouldn't that be awesome? Um, see a Rodgers I mean, yeah. matchup? In terms of, like, pure talent... I yeah. feel like I feel like uh, Rogers wins that right now. I think so too. But I just I just don't. In terms of coaching and and like smarts, like you got Brady, and then you got Le Fleur, <laughs> aka Matt Croissant. And so, okay. although they do have a good defense, uh, I, I think the, yeah, I need to see how the Bucks work out this year to see to see who would win that. But Lucas. just on paper looking at it, I feel like the Bucks probably win that still. Bro, Even though think, the Packers do have a good defense. Think about this, dude. In terms of like the NFC, the NFC playoffs this next this next year could be absolutely insane. Think about the divisional round. You could have a Bucks versus uh, New Orleans matchup, Breeze versus Brady. Then you in the NFC Championship, you could potentially have Breeze versus Rodgers. Right, and then in the Super Bowl, potentially Breeze versus, not Breeze, excuse me, uh, Brady versus Mahomes, Brady versus the Patriots, as Casey would love to say. Right, right. Yeah, the Patriots right. don't do that. Nope. Definitely not. No, nope. definitely yeah, not. There. More comments. Here we go, uh, <laughs> Casey. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he said, Jackson, Aaron Rodgers is good, but his age is making him slip up. He just don't Ooh. got it like Breeze and Brady and Peyton Manning. It's like, yeah, he was good back then, but he hasn't done anything great in two years. Once you have a quarterback that has an injury, it's hard to come back on top unless you're Peyton Manning, and it took a long road for him to be great again. Listen, bro, what else do you want from Aaron Rodgers? Man, it was 13-3 and three last year. <laughs> With, like, almost no help, especially on the wide receiving side. Uh, Devontae Adams had turf toe. He was out for, like, seven weeks. They finally found a running back. That was kind of the saving grace of their offense. But he's been doing it with, like, pretty much nobody. Aaron Rodgers is still that man. He's still a top-five quarterback in the league. I mean, he's not putting up, like, yeah, he's not going to be putting up 4,500, 5,000 5, passing yard seasons anymore, right? I mean, but he has to, I mean, he's had to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game. What else do you want from him? He's been you know? having to do it all. That's true. He's been having to do it all. All right. Another one from Casey. Bros. <laughs> it's the Gronk. He has a football <laughs> football body god. All right. He's, <laughs> he's going to be making touchdowns in his first game you watch. Oh, yeah. I remember from our last podcast we talked about Gronk taking a little bit to kind of get into the groove of things, which I still think is going to be the case. Um I don't know, man. Gr- I mean, Gronks, he's going to be kind of one of those. He's going to be that safety net for for Brady, I think, going into that season. You know, having a little bit of familiarity with, with that offense. So I think he's going to be a very crucial part. Uh, but, yes, dude is freaking jacked. El Chefe, again, Aiden. Oh, gosh, here we go. He says, first off, Jackson. <laughs> you you already know what the comment's going to be if you get a first off. <laughs> first off, Jackson, come on now. I know Bill is garb, but don't be throwing shade at my Texans because we messed up trading Hopkins. But we are in a better spot than the Cowboys. <clears throat> False. Hey. False. I mean, in, in terms of what? Like, I guess in general. Quarterback? Yeah. Quarterback, yeah. But that's it? <laughs> yeah, coaching, no. Defense, no. Division, no. Yeah, I mean, even your stadium's better. 
<laughs> yeah, come at me sideways like that again, ain't ooh. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, see, I, don't, I don't see, I don't see Bill out here drafting on a yacht. All right, yeah, I know, right? The soup, the superflex from from Jerry, dude. No, but the Hopkins trade was really dumb. But I, I do, yeah, the, the Texans are super interesting. I'm really curious to see how they do with super the, the wide receiver Definitely. by committee, uh, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb and and all those guys. They got a lot of speed. Maybe they can put it work together. good for a year until Deshaun Watson leaves and goes to 49ers. <laughs> <clears throat> Called it here. Anyway, that's that's no hat, no hat. Okay, uh, last comment from Casey. It's a long one. You ready for this, Lucas? Yeah. Lamar Jackson is trash. Just like Ryan Tannehill, he had a fluke year. Oh, Come on, boys. Let's get real. A running quarterback will get hurt, and if he <laughs> he's going to get hurt no matter what. A quarterback making great passes wins Super Bowl rings, baby. Just ask Brady. Number 12, Troy Aikman, number 8. Steve Aikman, number 8. Manning, eight, <laughs> Manning 18. Elway, number 7. Favre and Staubach and Breeze. What do these quarterbacks have in common? Jackson. They don't run. They play in the pocket as best they can. Or maybe they go a little outside of the pocket and pass, pass, pass the ball for the touchdown. Super Bowl win, MVP. Oh, hell yes. Super Bowl ring, baby. Now, Jackson, name a Hall of Fame quarterback that got a ring and placed it, played at least 10 years running the ball. You have nobody. Quarterback job is passing, and Lamar Jackson is trash just, and just like Michael Vick. Love you, Jackson. No! Come on, bro. For, okay, I can't even begin to deal with the amount right, of number one, I don't know. <laughs> number one, I don't know why you're bringing Tannehill into this running quarterback thing, all right? He's not a running quarterback. He just happens to be mobile, okay? <laughs> he said he had a fluke number- year. Yeah. He, was, he was comparing Lamar Jackson's year. He was saying Lamar Jackson and Ryan Tannehill both had a fluke year, and they're not gonna be as good, basically not going to be able to do that again. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can say Ryan Tannehill can't do what he did again, considering he's literally done it before. Facts. Other than his passer rating. Yeah, like stat-wise, he did with Miami. So you, sir, Casey, are off the pack. But I completely agree about the Lamar Jackson deal. He has to evolve as a quarterback in order, I think, for him to stay successful in the league past, you know, past three or four years, like five more years, max, maybe. Um... Yeah, I think and so. I feel like it doesn't it doesn't work in the playoffs, you know? It's a lot but, harder doing the playoffs in the colder weather, that's for sure. Yeah. But um but Michael Vick trash? What? Yeah. What? I, I'm just I'm kind of speechless on that part. Come on. Michael now, Vick Casey? is definitely his own because the difference between Michael Vick and Lamar is that Michael Vick could throw the ball. Like he had an arm. Yeah, Lamar he Jackson did. He had a just, cannon. I feel like when he throws the ball, <sighs> and then like the ball like doesn't go where it's supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see uh, Lamar Jackson the cover of Madden 21. By the way, uh, for those of you guys who did not know, uh, curious to see how uh, he will do this next year. I think it's going to be a lot harder for him because I think, like you said before, especially in this division, Browns are going to be better, right? Steelers definitely going to be better coming back in off injuries. The Bengals literally could not get any worse. They drafted Joe Burrow. They had to be better. So just by default of the the evolution of that current division, it's going to be harder for, for, for Baltimore. Um, defenses are going to be able to kind of pick up on what he does. He's definitely not a bad quarterback. I have him as top 10. Lucas does not. But um, 
very anxious to see how his year goes this year. It should be super, super interesting. I still think he's going to have a, a decent season. I don't know if he'll have an MVP-like season like he did last year. I think that's hard to repeat, but I think he'll have a good season. But anyway, that's all of our comments, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, excuse me, I have one more. Uh, Jen, Jennifer, thank you so much for the comment. It says, I love my Cowboys and I love Dak, but he better prove that he's worth all the money that he wants. Thank you, Jennifer, for your for your comment as well. Sorry, I got I got sidetracked at, at Aiden and, and, and Casey coming at me sideways with the Texans and Aaron Rodgers and everything. I don't know. It's kind of blowing my mind. Um, anyway, Lucas, my friend, my buddy, my pal, we, we missed last week, but there's been uh, quite a few things that have happened. Uh, in NFL news over the past two weeks, huh? It's been some crazy stuff. Honestly. Like, uh, did, did, but which, which one are we starting with, Jackson? We start with Cam? Uh, yeah, well, we can start with Cam. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start with Cam. Okay, well, we got to start with Cam. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey has been really wanting us to talk about this. So... For those of you that don't know, if you don't know, you live under a rock because there's literally nothing happening in sports. Um, Cam Newton has signed with the Patriots for like the veteran league minimum or something. Like he's got some good incentives in there. Like if he does get to play and start. Um, but just that's like the first thing that kind of takes me back. It's just like, wow, like what a steal, right? Especially even if he's just a backup. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, like the the Teddy Bridgewater deal, um, yeah. earlier on in the year. So, uh, yeah. So, the, so the deal is is a is a one point zero five million base salary. That's the that's what he signed on for. Five hundred fifty thousand of that is guaranteed, right? So he's going to get that no matter what. But his deal could be worth up to seven and a half million. Right. And so that's mm-hmm. just that's all based off incentives. So that's if he starts, that's if he plays, that's if he wins. So it's I mean huge steal for for the Patriots there. I mean, and you- then the next thing that sticks out to me, Jackson, is that like what a weird quarterback for Bill to go after. Isn't that odd? Like <laughs> like when you when you really think when you really think of Patriots, like you think of like Tom Brady, smart quarterback, pocket uh, making smart throws, pocket passer, mm-hmm. yeah, accuracy. And then when you think of Cam Newton, I think of him like running around trying to bulldoze people and occasionally just throwing the ball down the field and hoping it lands where it's supposed to. Right, he's not of, exactly elegant. Yeah, <laughs> even if even if his MVP campaign back in twenty fifteen that went to the Super Bowl, it was, you know, Cam was he was having to make plays. He didn't have the offensive line that the Patriots do. Uh, nor the running game uh, or a super successful running game to kind of compliment him. But he was really kind of having to do it all, right? Uh, and Brady is very team-oriented, team-structured. You know, this is our game plan. We're going to attack via – we're going to attack the defense with these routes on these plays, and we're going to use this to loosen them up and then hit them with that. And Kay was very much kind of a – a fly by the seat of his pants, at least it seemed, especially in that MVP year type of player, right? Just right. having to get out there and be creative as where, like you said, Bill is way more structured. Um, but maybe maybe they were happy to jump all over the deal because, you know, they were able to, you got an MV, former MVP quarterback for a million dollars, right? And if he actually right. does and, and plays well for you, you get it for seven. I mean, you know, Dak is we're we're paying Dak 31, 32. You know, that's a you can't get a better deal than that for the potential that you can get out of Cam Newton. But 
the question for me is, like you said, comparing the two styles. I mean, we all know what happens when we do with the Patriots, right? It's Bill's yeah. way or the highway. You're that. That's it. So you have to be able to assimilate yourself and adapt to the Patriot structure, which is very much detail oriented, game plan specific, team structured. And I don't know, man. I mean, Cam's going to be able to bring a little bit of a flair with his own style. Um, but can he, and do you, and I guess this is a question for you, do you think he will be able to adapt to that culture? So, no. I think, I okay. think Cam and the brand that Cam has made for himself is the, the flashy stuff, you know? Like the Superman, and he's going to dress like a clown, <laughs> and and like he wants to be flashy, and, and yeah. I feel like a bunch of his stuff is the opposite of the Patriots. Um, I think so. Too. Biggest question: Is he starting? I feel like everyone is assuming that Cam Newton is going to be the starter, right. and that oh, the Patriots are Super Bowl contenders now with Cam Newton, and I. See him as QB two right now. QB two competing for the certain job. I think it's yeah. got to be in the. I think there's got to be a competition. I think when you bring I a mean, guy like I that. mean, yeah, but but I but I feel like like coming in, they're not sitting there like, oh, okay, we're we're gonna have this competition. Cam's probably gonna win. Right. It'll actually be an actual competition between him and Jared Stidham. But I think it's leaning towards Stidham. Like Stid- I think. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's who that's who Bill wants. I don't think he would have gone through all the all the trouble of keeping him all this time and stuff. And like like he went out and got him, right? right. And waited. He, he waited this whole time throughout everyone else was f- finding their quarterback and he was just like, "Well, I'm just going to sign whoever falls to a veteran league minimum." That be that could have been Jameis Winston, that could have been Cam Newton, he, like it could have been any of these quarterbacks, or he could have not got any of them. If the Chargers would have signed Cam, then he would he wouldn't have been able to get a quarterback like Cam. So then, like, what, what's he doing? Stidham's the starting quarterback. So I think right now Stidham is the starter, and I think that Cam Newton is coming in fighting for the backup spot, and then he can fight for a starting role. But I, so. I don't think he'll get it. I think so, too. I think he's coming in as, as QB2 right now. Um, uh, Bill Belichick likes to groom his own guys, right? And uh, going back to kind of, you know, Jacoby Brissett and um, and those guys, you know, that and then Jimmy Garoppolo, that quarterback room that the Patriots have, you know, drafted those guys, groomed them up, eventually traded them on to separate teams, Brissett over with the Colts, Garoppolo with the Niners, and uh, no one had heard of Jimmy G or Brissett before that, right? No one had had any inclination of how those two players would perform on the NFL stage, and they came right. out and, I mean, from being nobodies to being starters for other teams in the league, they played well. So Bill definitely has an eye for talent and an eye for drafting. So I'm not going to come out here and, and completely dismiss Jared Stidham and say that he's just a nobody and say that he's not worth anything because I don't know. I haven't seen him yet. 
But I do think Cam coming in, former MVP, you get him on a league minimum deal. Um, I think he's at least going to be in competition uh, for the starting role, especially for the quarterback two role. And it is potential that he could end up starting some in the, uh, later on in the year. However, I think the lack of preseason games, um, or at least as much preseason games, is going to hurt him. I think if we have, we basically put this situation in a vacuum and we take out what's what all is happening with the world. I think he has a much better shot of earning the starting role in any other type of league year than he does in this one. You know, because right. right now we're at like two preseason games, possibly zero. And that's a time where people earn their roles. They earn their jobs. They earn their spot on the roster. And that's where you get those series snaps and you get the chance with the starting guys. And <clears throat> Cam's not going to have that many opportunities right. to do that. So it's going to be difficult for him. Um and didn't you say something like that the the ex-GM of the Titans said something about this? Like this is such like a pay, this is such a Bill Belichick move. Right? Yeah, so, so so like so he mentioned um on the on the Jared and the GM uh radio show on 102.5 with ESPN. He was yeah. like him and the the guy that's on the show with him, they were just talking and they were like, "You know, like this is this seems like a a Bill move, right? Because all that stuff went down last week, right? They they lost a third round pick and they lost like a million dollars or something. Yeah, the because, the, the, the filming the Bengals sideline. Yeah, yeah, and and like, what do they do? Well, they signed Cam Newton out of nowhere, and yeah. like no one expected it. And so, what was everyone talking about? Everyone was talking about that. No one was talking about what the Patriots that the Patriots had cheated again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and so like, and so at, at the end of the day, I think it it kind of it kind of shows that like. Uh, Bill isn't just a coach. He is like a part of that organization. Like he he's running is, it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like he he is a huge. It might as well be his, right? Basically, is when you think the Patriots, you think Bill Belichick, and so uh, that was really cool to hear. Also, he brought up uh, he brought up he was like, this guy doesn't even know the playbook. Like it's true. Like he's coming in to at such a disadvantage out of nowhere. And I personally, I, I don't, I don't see him being a starter. I don't think Cam is what he used to be. I think it's clear that he's not, or he still would have been in Carolina. And yeah, I think that he is launcher. not like he doesn't fit the system. He, so he doesn't, he doesn't really fit the system. But <laughs> Patriots made a splash, got a backup quarterback. That's going to be better than a lot of other teams' backup quarterbacks. So. For sure. And if Stidham winds up not working out or is having trouble, you have a veteran to go to. After some time, he's learned the playbook, gotten acclimated, see if he can adapt to the culture, see if he can fit in, and right. and go for it, right? It, it, we're, not, we're not shutting the door on Cam Newton ever starting for the team. We're shutting the door on Cam Newton starting week one. Uh, it's very, very unlikely. So we'll have to see I don't, what happens. I'm shutting the door on him starting all year. You're shutting it all together. Yeah, he he, I, he won't unless think, unless like he, unless the other quarterback gets hurt. Yeah, it depends on it depends on yeah it depends on Stidham's performance and and what happens in game. If there's an injury, if if he's just 
terrible, then yeah, they'll maybe, maybe they'll make the switch. But it's very unlikely that Cam's going to come in and with whatever preseason or training camp that we have and just wow everybody to to the starting job. So, but right. uh, but you know, but probably worthy of like a twelfth or thirteenth round pick, you know, in your fantasy just in case if you need a QB three, you know, might as well. Um, something to think about. Uh, Lucas, okay, so we just talked about Cam's deal, right? And how it was kind of a steal. And let, let's talk about the biggest deal in sports history. Uh, Huge deal. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, a.k.a. Mahomes Boy, as Shannon Sharp calls him, uh, $503 million deal over 10 years that signs him to the Kansas City Chiefs through the 2031 season. Lucas, your reaction. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 10-year um, deal. I will say that, that we did we did talk about this um before. I'll have to I'd have to go back through all of our notes. Um but we did talk about there was rumors that they yeah. were gonna try to get Mahomes signed this year before he got too expensive. Right. Um but man, I, I wasn't expecting like what he's getting and my biggest my biggest problem with how this is being perceived right now okay. is there are people that are like oh the the chiefs did an amazing job they signed him to this huge deal but the next two years he's only uh he's only going to be like such and such on the cap well he got an extension yes and so his next two years is still his rookie deal yes so that's why for anyone that doesn't know that's why he's only counting like a small amount against the cap because wasn't he was he drafted in the second round uh no first round late just later in the first round yeah like pick number 10 or something after uh, so yeah he's not getting that like top five pick money like yeah, a lot Ch- of quarterbacks chicago passed him up and sean watson <laughs> yeah, that was, out there. Whew, crazy um <clears throat> excuse me and so his cap number is, isn't just huge, right? It's, it's not like what you would expect of how he's come out and played in the league compared to where he was actually drafted, you know? Right. But I've, I've seen people that are just like, oh, they're geniuses because they got him on this huge deal, but the next two years he's super cheap. It's like, well, I mean, that, that was kind of already there. Yes. It's an extension. I, yeah. Like he won. I mean, he won you a Super Bowl. Um, he didn't deserve Super Bowl MVP, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, but he definitely has been the largest part of the team winning, I think, in terms of like offensive. For sure. He's just, yeah. Like, like Alex That's Smith was amazing with him and with those weapons and everything. Like, he was really good. It got him a big deal with Washington, but Mahomes is different, right? Mahomes is just different, man. He's uh, like he's one of those generational players, you know, just one yeah. of those guys that just comes in. He has the it factor. It is just raw, pure talent. You just, you just rarely see it, it comes upon once or twice in a generation these type of players, man. And so it's a four hundred fifty million dollar <laughs> extension uh, through ten years through the twenty thirty one season. And so he'll be making around forty five million per year after these next two years after his rookie contract is up. Uh, yeah. And the rest of his I, the rest of his money is incentive based. Yeah. So I think 
Um, I believe when Adam Schefter first broke down some of the numbers, he was like, it's like $507 million total. Um, I'm assuming that's including some of his, his rookie contract stuff still. Right. And then it's like $477 million of it in guaranteed mechanisms. And it's like, there's a no trade clause. And if he doesn't get some of his guarantee mechanism, it's like something happens and he doesn't get it, he can opt out. If they he don't got give really, it he, he got literally the best deal ever. It, it's the it's the best contract in sports history. <laughs> and like, big, yeah, the biggest and best um, contract in sports history. What do you what do you think about ten years though? That you know it's crazy. Okay, so I wrote down a couple things, Lucas, just to kind of for reference of how long ten years is. Because we think about ten years, we're like, oh, that's not really that long. But bear with me. Ten years ago, LeBron James sat down and made the decision to go to Miami and win them a championship. It's 10 years ago. Seems like an eternity, but that was just 10 years. The iPad, not the iPad 2 or 3 or 4, whatever is out now. The iPad, the first one, wasn't out yet. Snapchat and Instagram were not a thing. Okay? 4G LTE, 4G, the network, right? You know, like the, the phone signal was not a thing. And the Haiti... Uh, the tra- the tragic Haiti earthquake 7.0 magnitude just happened. Just think about how long ago all this stuff was and like how okay. used to we are in society with Snapchat, Instagram, 4G, iPads and iPhones and all these different things that were that wasn't around 10 years ago. 10 years is a long time. You know, like that's you know I think that's right before we draft Des Bryant. So it's just it, it's he ain't even just, playing anymore. He ain't even playing, and he was considered a superstar player, and he's not playing anymore. And we drafted him, I think, in t- late 2010. Like it's just wild to me how long 10 years is. Who knows what the world's going to look like in 2031, right? And so this is a huge, huge commitment by the Kansas City Chiefs. They're saying. You're a generational talent. We're going all in on you. You've won us one oh, yeah. Super Bowl. We think you're going to win us more. That's exactly what the Chiefs are saying. We're going to we're going to give you the bag right now because we want to keep you around. And if you think about it, it's actually super smart because those years mean a lot more than what people think. Like, let's think about this, Lucas. Over the past 10 years before this, right? Back in 2010. I'd have to look it up. But I'm curious as like the, the quarterback market value, like how much quarterbacks were, were worth, right? $15, $20 million a year, maybe, maybe. I want to say that I heard something, and this ain't 100%. I want to say that I heard something on that uh, on ESPN Radio the other day that said that it was like Pro Football Focus did a study, and it was like a 65% increase from, from right. 10 years ago. Yeah, and so if you think if you take that logic and you take that math and you apply it here, like quarterbacks, you know, like we got Dak asking for forty now, and with the salary cap increasing ever so slightly, every, every, almost every year, like quarterbacks could be worth fifty, fifty-five, sixty million dollars by twenty thirty-one. Got to think about how COVID's going to affect the salary cap, though. It's true. I'm just saying, like, if we take that sixty-five percent increase over ten years and apply it here. Like, they're going to have Patrick Mahomes at a cheaper rate than other quarterbacks in 2027, 2029. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 
this is a long-term play, and if Mahomes can stay healthy and deliver, it's a huge win for both sides. That's why I'm so fascinated by this deal. And he's he's going to get another deal, though. Oh, and yeah. here's Yeah, and so I, I, like, asked you what you thought about the 10 years. I feel like it's not going to happen, okay? Um, something's going to happen in those 10 years. It's, you know, Mahomes is either going to be really, really great, more than he is now already, and so he's going to want more money. Ask for a restructure. Because, right, because that's what players do. Um, they see that the market goes up and something happens, and so they want more money. So he's either going to ask for more money. He's going to get a new coach or something. Yeah. I really think that the Chiefs are going to have a new head coach. If Patrick Mahomes plays all 10 years, For he sure. will get another coach. And he reads in the 70s now, or late yeah. 60s. Um, yeah. I think it'd be awesome for their offensive coordinator. Is that, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Anyways, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, I think it'd be awesome for him to come up and be the head coach. Yeah. Because he's, he's been here with Andy Reid. He's been here with Patrick Mahomes. I think that'd be amazing, and it'd be an amazing job for him. Um, But just... What, what if something happens, like Mahomes gets hurt, he's not the same, they trade him away. Um, you know, hope hope something like that doesn't happen. But in a in a perfect world, though, he's going to get paid again, too. And so that's pretty, that's pretty crazy to think that he just got this huge deal, like $500 million is what he's about to make in like the next 10 years, right? You're right. Right, right. And then he's going to have time in his career, because he's only going to be 30-something, to have another big deal, and then it'll be even more money, and he might he might make him another five hundred million, and he he'd be a billionaire. <laughs> he might be. I think, yeah, I think I think that's crazy to think, um, and I think it shows how good he really is, and how much everyone in the league thinks he he really is that good. Yeah, it's it's absolutely wild, and you know, um, I'm I'm super happy for him. With this deal, like you said, and like we said, 10 years is a long time. We don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Um, but you're right. The likelihood of him just being better is and wanting another deal, it's, it's high. A new coach, certainly high over the 10-year period. Um, uh, it, it It's just wild to think about. So nothing but ups to Patrick Mahomes. I think of all the players in the NFL, he deserves something like this. Um, I'm glad he got this deal. Um, but, Lucas, I'm curious, just your thoughts from an outsider's perspective from the Cowboys organization, because, of course, I have to make this all about my team. Um, how do you think this deal affects not only Dak Prescott's future deal, but future quarterback uh, discussions? Um. So, so here's here's my thing with it. Patrick Mahomes is a different beast. I agree. I don't think Dak Prescott can just point at this contract and be like, "Look, Jerry, you have to pay me now." Dak Prescott is half the quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is. Agreed. Agreed. He, he's not. He's not an MVP. He's not a Super Bowl champion. He's won one playoff game. Mm, two. Really? Two? No. Mm. One? Uh, no, we, uh, 20, 2016 we lost to the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round. We got Aaron Rodgers hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2017, We I think, did we miss the playoffs or did we make it? 
I know 2018 we beat the Seahawks and lost to the Rams. Last year we didn't make it at all. What about 2017? Did yeah. we make the wild? I think it's one. I think it's just it one game. It might be one. All right. So put the team on his back last year. Zeke wasn't performing as well. Trying to become just an offensive crazy team. And what happens? You don't win games. You don't. You miss the playoffs. Even though, it's just, like stat wise, he had a good year. It it didn't yeah, yeah, a great year. It didn't show up in the win column. You know. It didn't. We lost so many games by under seven points. It was interesting and, stat. And that's what matters. If we, you're right. If we flipped, if you flip the uh, our games, uh, it's one playoff win. By the way, you're right. Um, if we flip. Like the amount of like the, the the win and loss columns by, you know the the one touchdown or less in every game we were like thirteen and three, or something like that. Like it would have been absolutely wild. But um, you're right. He didn't. He, we went eight and eight last year. Um, didn't show up in the win column. We lost a lot of games that we should not have lost. Um, he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Patrick Mahomes level guy. But I think he's going to point at this contract and say. He's going to want uh, maybe not something super similar, but he's going to want something in the neighborhood, that being 40. And that scares me as a Cowboys fan because he's not worth 40 um, at all. He's not worth 35. Yeah. Dak is – I'd pay 30, and that's the highest I would go. I, I – maybe 32, but – yeah. Even then, it is stretching. When you can get Tannehill for 27, right? Or Cam right. for seven. Like, I, or Andy Dalton. Like, I got Andy Dalton in the, as a backup, and I got him right. for a league minimum. And I'm like, it, I don't think I don't think Dak is $28 million worth $28 more million than Andy Dalton. I you like him. Cam for seven? Se- seven, yeah. That's with his incentives, right? With his incentives. That's, that's what he could make. Okay. That's, that's not for, what he's actually getting. For one, but yeah, one million. But you know, if we signed him and put him in with the incentives, I'm yeah for for one for one million dollars get Cam. Like, um, <sighs> blows my mind. I, I think I think you have to leverage the franchise tag as best you can. Yeah, you and we hit him with the tag. Go and over he, the franchise tag. And we signed him. And so he has until the 15th, which is in six days from now from recording, to, to work out a long-term deal. Uh, if he does not, then we can't negotiate a long-term deal until the end of the season, um, which is, I think, what the Cowboys are going to do. They're going to say, all right, we tagged you. If you don't want to get on board for a good deal, play this year, and you better hope you don't get hurt. And right. you, you're, you better prove it. And, you know, here's your new head coach. Here is C.D. Lamb. Here is Amari Cooper. Here's Zeke. We signed him. Here's your offensive line. Go. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll just have to be uh, something like that. So, I'm just – I don't know, man. It, this deal, I'm super happy for Mahomes. I'm, I think he deserves every, every penny. I'm uh, cautious and uh, skeptical and a little bit concerned on how Dak will handle this because um, I love everything else about him except how he's handled his contract negotiations and that frightens me. So right. we'll see. We'll see. But crazy deals. Literally the biggest contract in sports history. That is absolutely wild. 
Absolutely wild. But Lucas, I have the, uh, we missed a couple weeks of, uh, or a full yeah, we got two week. weeks. We got two we weeks got, of predictions. We got two weeks today. to get through. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to start wherever you are, bud. All right. Get through these predictions. <clears throat> One second, let me push this back a little bit. Get that out of the way. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Week eight. Yes. Thursday night football, Falcons at the Panthers. It's going to be an interesting game, right? Uh, we always always favor the home team in this situation, especially on a Thursday night game. For some reason, I'm feeling like the Falcons are going to win this. I don't know. I, I'm watching Calvin Ridley. Like I've seen, have you seen his lately? Like his Twitter clips and like TikToks of like route running. No, dude. Like I've been seeing him just like hitting these different routes and and, and faking him with the shoulder and coming out and hitting these cuts. And I don't, he just looks really good this year. I I don't know. I, I'm feeling like the Falcons. I don't know why. I feel like Matty Ice going to have a good game. Uh, I'm also going with the Falcons. Interesting. Okay. I, I just the Panthers don't they don't do it for me right now. Okay. Uh, I know they got Teddy, and you're a big Teddy fan. I like Teddy. But I like Christian McCaffrey. I don't like the rest of your team. Yeah. They lost and a lot I don't know of about defensive. Their coach. They lost a lot of defensive line, man. They really did. Like, oof. Um. Yeah. Uh, next up, Rams at the Dolphins. Rams at the Dolphins. Uh, what an interesting game this year. So this is a noon game. Um, so because the Rams are going to have to travel from the west from the west coast over to the east coast, their bodies are going to be used to. It's going to be 9 a.m. to them, uh, and they're going to have to be. They're going to be getting up early and stuff. And it's a noon game, so it's an early game. Um, they're traveling. I'm going with the Dolphins at home. The Dolphins. Yes, I'm going with. Just one of those. It's one of those weird games, Lucas. Okay, it's oh, just one of those. This ain't, this ain't one of those weird games. This isn't. No, Jackson. This is the Rams you going to the Dolphins. You and they're going to win. You were all around the Dolphins. You were like the Dolphins, bro. I'm telling you, Tua Tuga Viola is that guy. But they're playing the Rams. Yeah, they're playing the Rams who have to travel all the way across the country for like oh, 5,000 miles. Oh, Dude. Okay. All right, Jackson. Next game, I'm, I already despise you. Jets at the Chiefs. <laughs> you missed me. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs, bro. Um, uh, the Chiefs will win this game even without Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it, Patrick Mahomes can literally be at the bank counting his money, and that's not going to have an impact on what's going to happen in this game. Uh, Vikings Packers. Vikings on the road. Uh, excuse me, I had to sneeze. Uh, I'm also going with the Vikings. <laughs> I like the Vikings this year, man. I do. Watch, it's going to be that one team I'm like, well, I really like, and I have them going like 10 and 6 or 11 and 5, but really they end up going like 4 and 12. That, that's going to be what happens to me. Colts at the Lions. Colts. Colts on the road See, for sure. I'm also going with the Colts, but I do think this is a trickier game than it's going to be given credit for. Agreed. <clears throat> Raiders at the Browns. Uh, Raiders at the Browns. I got the Browns at home. Sorry, Raiders. Yeah, you, just don't, you just don't have enough there. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe Mariota's a starter by then and he can come in and beat them. But <laughs> that's you know that's honestly what I'm hoping for. That would be nice. Um, Patriots at the Bills. Patriots sent the Bills. Where did I pick this one? Okay, uh, Patriots on the road. 
Really? Yes, I'm gonna go with Bill Belichick. Oh, Cam Newton now, so they're gonna beat the Bills. They well, barely beat the knows? Bills. Okay, by the time this is Tom week Brady eight, and their yoke defense they had this past year. You're a wild man. By the time this is week eight, who knows? Maybe Sidham's not that good. You bring in Super Cam. See what happens. Change it up. Super a bit. Brady couldn't could barely beat this team. Super Brady had no help. Neither does Cam. Super yeah. Cam won't have no help. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just going to be one of those wild things, dude. He's going to break off a 20-yard oh, run or something and score. You're delusional. The Bills are going to win this game. They're at home. Bills Mafia will be in full force. Doesn't all right? matter, bro. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is going to get absolutely clapped by Stephon Gilmore. He has no chance, dog. He doesn't have to. They Their defense is good enough. They can win with just their defense. You're wild. Jaguars at the Chargers. Uh, Chargers at home. I like uh, I like L.A. I don't have the Jaguars yeah. winning a single game. I have them 0-8 at this point. I don't like the Jaguars. I hate the Jaguars. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. Um, 49ers at the Seahawks. This is a tough game for me. This is a this is I love this I love this uh, lineup here. Can we talk for this battle for a second? We have a three thirty Niners to Seahawks, and we have an amazing Sunday night game and an awesome. I think it's going to be a, re- an, a really cool storyline for a Monday night game here as well. Um, yeah, who cares about the Saints Bears other three o'clock games? Whatever. I mean, that looks good too. But okay, mm. so I mean, we have a, we have a great lineup of games this week. I'm going with the Seahawks at home. I think their home home uh, home field is going to play a big big role, and I think they're going to end up splitting the series. So, home series takes it for me. Uh, I'm also going to go with Seahawks. They're they're at home, and the 49ers can't be as good this year as they were last year, right? Like it's just not possible. I mean, did you see what happened with their running back? One of their running backs, he, he's demanding a trade. Uh, the leading running back last year. Um, can't remember his name. Is it he doesn't want to share carries. Is it the Mostert so. guy? I think so. Okay. I have to go back. I'll, I'll, I'll have to fact check on that. But um, but yeah, there's there's uh, there's definitely some stuff happening over there with the 49ers. But they're still going to be a good team. But I think the Seahawks are better this year. Uh, Saints at the Bears. I got the Saints on the road. Be breezy, baby. Sorry, Chicago. You don't have enough offensive firepower to keep up. So I'm going to go with the Bears, and here's why. Oh, my God, bro. Okay. The Saints have weird games where their offense dies. It literally dies. And this is going to be one of those games. This is going to be one of those games where the Bears are just able to hold them off the entire time? Yeah. I mean, Nick Foles will be the quarterback. Uh, Cowboys at the Eagles. Cowboys on the road, my friend. We're taking it to them. We have this weird thing where we go into Philly, and it's a rough game. It's Sunday night. It's starting to get cold. You know, it's a hostile environment. Somehow we end up with the dub, and we bring him back home to Jerry Land and lose in front of his super yacht. So uh, I think we take the road game this year. So this is really hard for me. It's a super hard game. The reason this is hard for me is because I lost all faith in the Cowboys this past season. I can't blame you. We had a really bad season, Lucas. You don't have to keep rubbing it in every week, but yeah. I know. It was rough. <sighs> but I really think Carson Wentz is bad. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Oh, let's go, Lucas. Come on. Show some faith. 
Um, Buccaneers at the Giants. Okay, here's why I like this game so much, Lucas. This has, like, when you originally think about it, you're like, okay, Danny Dimes not even close to Brady. Facts. Okay? Uh, Coaching staff not even close to, like, with Bruce Arians. Facts. However, there is history between Tom Brady and the New York Giants organization. Okay? New York Giants denied him two rings. Okay, both times that that game has been played, the Patriots were vastly superior in terms of roster, in terms of coaching, in terms of preparation. They had the advantage every time. Okay, but somehow the Giants played weird, specifically Eli Manning with Brady. I think Brady gets his revenge finally. I think he goes in on the road, he goes into the Meadowlands Stadium, and I think he takes it to Danny Dimes and the Giants. I just think he does. I think this is a personal game for him. I think this game right here, it it is one of the most meaningful games for him in the season because of what's happened in two Super Bowls. Yeah, I, I think the Bucks definitely win. Um, the Giants don't have Eli, and they don't have the defense that they did back then either. That's I feel true. like they don't have that crazy, like they, like they pull out the crazy play out of your butt and win the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Um, it turns out I forgot a game. You forgot a game. <laughs> I, I skipped over the Titans at the Bengals. <laughs> how, how dare you, Lucas? I know. Uh, well, um, the Bengals have jo- uh, nah, pff, Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dog. It's it ain't even. No close. wonder I skipped over it. It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. It really is not. I'm loving these right, predictions. I'm loving the predictions that we're doing. I think this is going to be really cool, especially when we get all the way through and do our playoff predictions and stuff. Guys, we're getting close, closer and closer. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, we need we need some football right now, man. We need some football. What's up? Packers at the 49ers. Oh, my gosh. This is such a hard game for me. Um, too many times so far, I've noticed I have the road team winning Thursday night games, and that's just not that's just not good. Um, I got the 49ers at home on Thursday night against Green Bay. Uh, NFC Championship rematch. Um, I don't know, man. It has a. I feel like the 49ers defense is going to prevail here for me. Um, I feel like it's going to be a low scoring game. I'm going to say 17 14, 49ers. Low scoring. Low scoring. Hmm. I don't have I don't have a whole lot of faith that the Niners are going to score a lot of points, but I have a lot of faith that they're going to be able to stop the Packers from scoring a whole whole lot. Keep it looking. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers are at home. They're gonna have that pass rush. Yeah. Thursday night. It's a short week. The Packers, like we just said from the previous week, are just coming off of a. Uh, for you, for both of us, a loss to the Vikings at home, and then they have to go on a short week and play the 49ers, so it's going to be rough for them this, these those ten days. Um, Bears at the Titans. Bears at the Titans. Tough game, Lucas. Tough game. You're playing a really good defense, uh, but I'll tell you what, you have uh, the most ferocious back in the NFL. That's for sure. Uh, probably the strongest, uh, Derrick Henry. And so if anybody's going to be able to break through that line, it's going to be him. Also, the Titans O-line here. I feel like A.J. Brown gives you a lot of big play potential. Nick Foles is definitely going to be the quarterback. This is going to be a rough game. It's going to be high scoring. Uh, 35-31 Titans. 
High scoring. It's going to see so when you think about this game, you think defensive matchup. And whatever, what always happens when we think defensive matchup? For all, for no freaking reason, it gets high scoring out of nowhere. Like it, it just does. I don't know. It's, it feels like one of those weird games to me, Lucas. So who did you pick? Titans, thirty-five, thirty-one. Okay, I'm. I'm also going to go with the Titans. Um, I think we have more weapons on offense than they do. And I think our defense, maybe not like we're not going to have the pass rush that they do, but I think I actually trust our secondary a little more. And that's yeah. kind of their weak side. So I'm looking for some interceptions from the Titans. Christian Fulton. Turn the tide. Christian Fulton, game. pick six. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be lovely. Um, Giants at the Redskins. Ah, two terrible teams meet. Terrible teams at a noon game that no one's going to be watching except for me because they're definitely going to put this on Fox, and that's just what's going to be on. Okay, Giants on the road. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going with the Giants. Woo, Tyler's team gets a win. Let's go, Ty Ty. Drink that Capri Sun. What's up? Uh, Lions at the Vikings. Lions at the Vikings. I got the Vikings at home. I've also got to go with the Vikings. The Lions are just... I mean, they got Matthew Stafford, and that's it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I, Panthers, what? No, I was, I was just going to say, man, it's like I, I got to start giving the Vikings some losses here. I probably got them at, what, 8-1 and one at this point? I need to chill out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Panthers at the Chiefs. Panthers at the Chiefs. Sorry, Panthers. I, I, I don't care how good Christian McCaffrey is. That's their only hope is running the ball and keeping the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. Even then, the one-play score potential is insane. Uh, Mahomes all day. Chiefs. Yeah, I think we, we both have to go with the Chiefs. It's just... It's pretty lopsided. Yeah. Uh, Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Texans on the road. Randall Cobb is going to have himself a little bit of a day. Will Fuller is going to have a nice one. Brandon Cooks. Uh, I really don't have the Jaguars winning anything. This is insane. I got to I gotta give them some, ra- some random wins here, I guess. They're going to win this game. You think so? Division opponent against the Texans who have stupid games. Hence them losing to the Broncos last year. They have weird games. Especially against, I think, people in their own division. You might be Teams right. tend to slip up a lot. And yeah. so it, this is this is the one. Week 9, Jacksonville defense decides it wants to do something for once. Houston comes into a um, trap game. Yeah, the Texans are kind of weak against the run, I think. So maybe Leonard Fournette do something if he's still there. Uh, Ravens at the Colts. This is a tough game for me. Um, a lot tougher than I had uh, the previous year. I like the Colts and their and, and their defense, but I'm going to go with the Ravens on the road. I think they just have just a little bit too much, and I really like what they dra- with how they drafted for their defense. I think that's going to make a difference this year. Um, this would be a this is a big game for them. Yeah, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right, but I got to go with the Colts. Um, I think the Colts. Have a really good defense. Yeah. And I think they're going to outcoach the Ravens. Mm. Outcoach John Harbaugh. That's that's difficult. Did it last year in the playoffs, Jackson. Come yeah. at me. I mean, he got outcoached last year in the playoffs by the Titans, not by the Colts. I know. That's what I'm saying. But, like. 
the yeah, Colts well, outcoached the Titans in a game. So Raves is that guy, bro. I won't hear nothing else against Raves. Raves is just anyways. Dude's legendary. Seahawks at the Bills. That's a good game. It is a good game. Uh, Seahawks though, too much. Yeah, too too much offensive firepower, right? I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Broncos at the Falcons. Mm, See, this is one of those weird... I got the Broncos on the road, okay? And I know people are going to be like, what? Why? Why the Broncos? I guess you were just talking about Batty Ice and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Correct. However... Broncos are weird, man. They're gonna have like a like a crazy like a competitive defense. I like where they're going with Drew Locke. I like that they drafted wide receivers. I I don't know. It's just it has one of these funny could go either way games all over it for me. And we're gonna be impressed with the Falcons the week before and say, oh oh my gosh, Matty Ice is in fruit, and then he's just gonna he's just gonna drop the ball. So I'm I'm going with the Broncos. Yeah, I'm going with the Falcons. I don't like the Falcons. I, re- I really don't. Like when I look at them, I'm, I'm. They're not appetizing. Okay. <laughs> I love that word. I love that. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick them to win this. Uh, this is an ugly game. The Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers at home for sure. Okay. I got the Chargers at home. Yeah, I think Raiders. Man, we are we are disagreeing a lot on this week. I like it. I gotta that's, win something. Not so cookie. Cut. And I don't think the Chargers are that good. Uh, Steelers at the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys at home. This is gonna be a really really good game. I gotta show faith in my boys, even though it's probably ain't gonna go that way. This is hard, Jackson. This is a hard game. <clears throat> you know what I think you're gonna say? I have an image, Jackson, of the Steelers just putting 40 on you and winning like 40 to 12. <laughs> I think what you were going to say is like, listen, Jack, sorry, bro. Gave you the win against the Eagles. You're not going to get it against the Steelers. You're going to split that series, and that's how I'm going to justify it. I'm going to pick the Steelers. I think you'll get out coached. It's That's easy to believe with Mike Tomlin. That's the other coach, man. Dude should have been coached the year last year. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins at the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals at home. D-Hop. My man. I have the Dolphins. We are on opposite sides here, man. Uh, Saints at the Bucks. Big game. Oh, huge game. Let's not even worry about the Monday night game. This Sunday night game, Breeze versus Bray is going to be electric. Uh, I got Breeze on the road. So you've got them sweeping them. I do. I got Breeze on the road. So I've got the Bucks here because they're at home now. Brady's been in the offense for eight, he's played eight games with them, you know? Yeah. And and so he gets his revenge. He gets his little revenge game. That it, I mean, that's a good point. I, it's it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good game. I can't wait to see that. Uh, Patriots at the Jets. Patriots, no question. Sorry, Jets, go home. Yeah, I think I think we both got to go with that. Interesting That's week it. of predictions, Lucas. It was a good time. I can't believe it's a Monday night game. Ugh. Yeah, God, I'm not watching that Monday night game. We're just going to be recording the pod, and we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't care about that Monday night game. I'll be watching the, the Sunday night game for sure, though. God, I can't wait. It's going to be... I feel like football's going to have that extra... 
layer of meaning this year because we've been deprived of sports for a while and for good reason but like it's just I think it's going to take on a whole like being able just to sit and watch a Sunday night game and have some sense of normalcy I think even if it's you know with or without fans or whatever it's going to be um, I think it's going to be really nice really helpful Um, anyway Mr. Lucas Yes. Now I know this is that part of the show where we're like where everybody, he tells everybody in, the, in the, that's listening. Oh, Mr. Jacks, it's time for your favorite segment. But guess what, <laughs> Lucas? Lucas was moving this week. All right, so I took the pleasure upon myself to uh, construct this week's take or leave it. Every once in a while, I, I jump on in and give a take or leave it to Mr. Lucas, and I, I seem to have quite a bit of fun with it. This is my favorite segment, no matter what, no matter if I'm being asked the questions, which really is my favorite part, or asking the questions myself. So. Lucas, my friend, are you ready for take it or leave it, my friend? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Number one, take it or leave it, Mr. Lucas. Cam Newton will be in a Patriots uniform for two or more years. Mm, Leave it. Leave Um, it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he is going to be their starter, so I don't think he is going to be like a permanent solution for them. I don't think he fits their system. I think it's what fell to them. And so I think he's a stopgap for the year, and then he's looking for another backup job next year, or he's retiring. He hits the free agency mark. I agree with you. I'm going to leave it as well. I think if he doesn't become the starter and make a heavy impact this year, he's definitely out. It's a one-year deal for a reason. I think he's going to hit the free agent market next year. We'll see what happens. But at this point, he's going to be waiting for somebody to either get hurt or be competing for a backup job for a chance to get back in the starting lineup. Um, He's going to have to really make an impact in camp and and what remains of the preseason to – uh, to get on that Patriots starting roster. Okay, number two, Mr. Lucas. With yeah. Pat, with Patrick Mahomes signing this literally historic deal and the Chiefs going all in on him, they are saying that he will win them at least a Super Bowl. Um, okay. I feel like that you that whenever you sign to somebody for 10 years, you believe in them that they're going to bring another ring. So my question to you is, Patrick Mahomes will win at least one more Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I feel like it, I feel like it's a lot to say he's going to win one. Actually, it's a lot. I think he can. I think I will take that he will take them to a Super Bowl. For him to win it, I think is a lot, especially after these next two years when his cap number actually starts hitting. It's going to be really difficult. But the next two years, they they have a really good chance. I think so, too. I'm, I'm going to take it. I think he has a really good shot at doing that. I feel like the, the recipe is there for success, right? you got a legendary head coach. You have a front office that has done incredibly well with drafting. You have uh, exceptional weapons all across the board. Defense is getting better. Um, I, I mean, you literally have probably, you know, he's a top three, if not the best quarterback in the league right now with Mahomes. It, it's there for you. Uh, it's a lot to ask you to win another one, right? Take you back all the way to 2009, Aaron Rodgers, or 2010, or 11, excuse me. Gosh, geez, I wish you could add. Um, <laughs> 2011, Aaron Rodgers won his first Super Bowl, right right here in the Jerry, in the Jerry World, in the in the brand new stadium. And everybody assumed, well, you got Mike McCarthy, you got Aaron Rodgers, you have weapons, you have defense, you're ready to win more. And he hasn't done anything since. It's a super hard thing to do. Winning one ring is so prestigious and 
means so much that it, there's a reason why because it's so hard to repeat and that's what makes Brady right. the greatest winning six it's absolutely unbelievable so I'm going to take it because I think over the next 10 years he wins at least one more but it's going to be difficult especially when he hits year three and four of those contracts okay number three Mr. Lucas uh, this one's kind of uh, a topic you know I just kind of touched on here for a second but I think uh, from from your perspective especially like with your dad in the medical field um Number three, take it or leave it. We will have a 2020 NFL season. Uh, take it. I, I, th- I think we definitely will have the football season. I'm not exactly confident in it being with fans. Right. Uh, especially with the way kind of how people are. I feel like they're kind of jumping the gun right now um, with some of these some of these takes. Um. But I feel like the NFL is definitely preparing right now to do it without fans. But you got to have it. There's too much money involved. And I think I think the United States needs it. I think the world needs it, right? Um, football has to happen. If football doesn't happen, there's going to be some – I just don't think it's going to be good for the country, like at all, like for the people in general. I think we're going to have a season two. Uh, the question remains to be seen whether we have it with fans or not. But I think you're right. I think there's just too much money wrapped up involved with TV deals and ESPN and, and Fox and stuff. I think uh, there's just too much to, to be had there. I feel like the NFL is taking steps to, to try and make it as safe as possible for its players, its staff, and everybody involved. Um, but I think they're going to give it a go um, and, and, and give it a try. So, And I would lo- I personally would really love to have football this year. I, I think you're right. I think we need it. Um uh, but that's just me. Uh, number four, Mr. Lucas, uh, getting back in, 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 again in the world of football. Uh, this is, take or leave it, this is a make or break year uh, for the Detroit Lions franchise. And in terms of what? In terms of their current roster, in terms of their current coaching staff, specifically Matt Patricia and Matthew Stafford. This is a make or break year for them. So I, I would take it. I would say yes. But here's my problem with the Lions. I feel like the Lions organization is mm-hmm. content with being bad. I say that because you've got Matthew Stafford. You've never gone out of your way to make his job easier. Right. You, um, I mean, you got, you, you got a coach that we think is good, but we don't really know. Uh, you, you didn't, I feel like you didn't exactly exhaust all of your time on finding a good coach. I feel like you don't go after free agents on offense or defense. I I just feel like you're just, you're just content with being in the league and making your money. Right. I think so too. It's very sad. I like the Redskins. Yeah, I haven't seen the Lions be, I've seen them make the playoffs, but they haven't won a playoff game in in a very long time. And, um, I would love to see them kind of back on top and competing again. Uh, but you're right. They haven't done a whole lot to help Matthew Stafford. You know, Megatron retired. Uh, yeah, you got Kenny Dalladay, drafted him, but and he's kind of on the come up, but he's taking a while to get there. Matthew Stafford's coming off a huge back injury. Yes, you draft, you get Matt Patricia in. Uh, just haven't seen a whole, whole lot, but I think it's a make a break. I'll take it as well. It's a make a break year for Matt Patricia and Matthew Stafford. Um 
Specifically, I think if Matthew Stafford has another bad year or if it's one more injury, I think he retires um, and just goes home to his family and, and, and does this thing, right? Um, Matt Patricia, I think, is should be considered on the hot seat. Um, if not this year, definitely next year. Um, I think it's make or break year for them because I think there's some fans in Detroit who are kind of tired of the mediocrity. mediocrity at least I would be. Okay, oh, yeah. I can't blame them. All right, Mr. Lucas, number five, our final take it or leave it. Take it or leave it, Mr. Lucas. David Johnson will be a top 10 running back this year with the Houston Texans. Top 10? Top 10. Uh, That's difficult, right? Because top five, you can say no immediately. <laughs> I'm but still going to say no. Still going to say no. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I, I still got, what, like off the top of my head, you got Zeke, McCaffrey, McCaffrey. Henry. Saquon. Um, Saquon Barkley. I got Adam Jones with the Packers. I've got uh, whoever the 49ers halfback's going to be. Who did you say? Uh, Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, okay. And so then you, got you still got Leonard. I think Leonard Fournette's better. Interesting. Okay. I'm trying to think of some more. Uh, James Conner should be coming back for Pittsburgh. Yeah. James Conner. Philip Lindsay with the Broncos. Um, you've got Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook, <laughs> um, Dalvin Cook. Um, like these are all some halfbacks I, that I, I think are better, and we just hit like fourteen or something. Yeah, we're not through the league yet. Yeah, I'm going to leave it as well. I think you get top five are pretty solidified for me in no order. You know, you got Henry, you got Saquon, you got Zeke, you got McCaffrey, probably Dalvin Cook. Those are my top five. Um, in no order, of course. Like when you get to that seven to ten range, especially eight to ten, it gets really competitive. There's a lot of good guys out there. Um, it's really hard to kind of be back to, to kind of be back in that spot and put yourself in that limelight. But you know, I think he has a pretty good chance with Houston. Um, they're definitely going to be running the ball. He is coming off of an injury. Be super interesting to see how he bounces back. Uh, if the you know when, when we start talking about you know running backs getting up there in age and injuries and it usually leads to the end of their career. Um, so uh, curious to see what that Texans kind of remade offensive line helps with. They definitely have a lot of targets to throw the ball and try and take some pressure off of him. Um, but I think it's a make or break year for him as well. I think if he doesn't do well this year, his career is pretty much over. Um, finish out the end of his contract, maybe get cut. Um, and, and that'll kind of be all she wrote. Uh, had a really good career there for several years with the Cardinals. But running backs coming off injury, it's just super hard, man. Um, so, no, I, definitely top 15, maybe top 12 in the competition for top 10. Um, we'll see. We shall see. But, Mr. Lucas, that is all I have for Take It or Leave It. Thank you for uh, letting me uh, host that segment this week. I really did enjoy it. Um, it was a great time. It's, it's a great time. I see why you like uh, <laughs> I see. I can see kind of how I, I like it so much, man. It's super, super fun, especially when you don't know the questions. You're just going in straight off the top of the head, off the top of the dome. It's a great time. Right. But, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, Lucas, I don't have anything else. You, you got anything else, brother? I think that's it, buddy. I think so, too. 
Um, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can find us where all podcasts can be found. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. You can also watch us on YouTube. YouTube seems to be a really fun uh, place for us to interact with you guys, especially down in those comments. Leave the comments down below. We're loving all the comments lately. Jennifer, Casey, El Chefe, Aiden, aka The Next Score, and Ramsey, aka The Best I Ever Done, did it, aka That Man. Really do appreciate you coming out and commenting, sending me the personal comments. Casey, coming at me sideways. Going to have to do something about that, brother. Um, but yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Be sure to rate us, and we'll see you on the next time. Well, we love you. Bye. Love you, bye.